Alright pal, this is your pal Cal, checking in, how you all doing? This is episode 7 of Pedro's podcast, the lockdown series. I'm in the orange room, the music room of a 250-year-old Georgian house. I'm staring through the window, south-facing. And the very top of the window, maybe about a foot down from the top, all I can see is a hairy builder's leg. A couple of hairy builder's legs. We've got scaffold all over the house at the moment as the roof has been leaking. They've been here for about two or three weeks. I think I stopped giving them a cup of tea after the first week or two. Can't keep buying milk for them. Especially with all this corona business. We decided as a house that they could still come. They come straight through the front, into the garden, up on the roof, and we don't really have much contact with them. Except for he has been trying to give us all his off cuts, any waste that he's got. And we've accepted. We have lots and lots of wood to burn or to fix things with. Scaffold planks, bits of ply, old bits of batten. We'll take anything. So like I said, this is episode 7. Thank you for listening. If this is your first time listening, don't worry, you don't have to troll through the other episodes. Each episode is me just normally babbling on about something, in particular about food or music. You might have a guest appearance from Cooking Kate, a history of bread lessons from Sal, and a wee jig, poem, musical experience extravaganza from your man Hound. This week's podcast is just me, and maybe a bit of a flute, the shadow flute. Oh, I can see the hairy legs of the builder again. So it rained in the last couple of days this week, which we have been very thankful for. The ground has been very dry. We started our project on the land, as we're calling it, about five weeks ago, six weeks ago. Don't know now. Time is but a blur. We've got sunflowers starting to come out, we've got courgettes, we've got salad in the ground, we've got beetroot in the ground, we've got some corn, we've got some oats, we've got some potatoes, we've got some beans, we've got some peas, we've got some different herbs, fennel, borage, chicory, 
I had a, I had a, personally I had a day off yesterday from the land. I needed to have a break. I've been working in a job, and then in any free moment I have, we've been cycling to the land and then doing a day's work there. We purchased a thousand trees, a thousand oak trees, which, by the way, I am selling if you need a tree. It's quite a romantic idea to plant trees, but after a thousand, it's not so romantic anymore. There are Welsh oaks. They came from Wrexham, from a very, very large tree nursery that was selling them cheap because there was no labourers to go and plant them. Just like some of the fruit picker situation that's going on in the UK. Apparently they're flying fruit pickers from other parts of Europe into the UK to pick the crop because there's no one in the UK that can do it. Isn't that mental? What is that about? Surely there's someone in the UK who needs a job. In fact, isn't it now however millions of people have signed up for universal credit? Have you signed up for universal credit? How does that make you feel? Would you rather be working or would you rather be getting paid by the government? Love or hate the government in the times of a pandemic you can be getting paid to live and to carry on living. How's your coronavirus going? Are you enjoying it? Or are you having a boring time? I think it was almost exciting for everybody at the beginning. We all rushed out to get what we thought was important. We decided to lock inside our houses and we decided to Zoom each other and tell Zoom and the world what we were up to, having pub quizzes on a Friday night and drinking ourselves silly. But as what, five, six weeks have passed now. I think I'm personally finding it pretty boring. I'm done with it, really. I'd like to go and see my friends. I like to go drinking in the pub. I like to go for a dance. But we're not there yet, are we? People are still dying. It's still about, especially for older people in care homes. In my personal experience, I can see more traffic in the last week or two than it has been. It feels a lot more laxed with the social distancing thing. So yeah, last week's episode was a bit of a random episode, episode number six. If you haven't listened already, you can. It is a mock sketch of the archers. It's called the Barchers. We invented it very quickly on Saturday night after a bottle of wine. Um, some people have found it funny, some people I th told me that it was very random. Maybe that was just the way that I edited it. Um, and like I say, it was a quick sketch. Not sure what's going to be playing in today's episode's music. I've recently bought some new records. There may be one of those there. It just depends how I'm feeling. My setup is very, very basic, so I apologise to anybody if you can't hear it properly on your phone. Maybe you can let me know if you can hear it or if you can hear the music in the background. 
I've got an SM58 microphone, I plugged it into a cheap box, cheap mixer, and then I'm running Ableton off a very, very old MacBook. So yeah, today's podcast, like I said, was going to be about just me um, talking at you, listening, hopefully, if you want to, maybe you're tuning out already. What are you having to eat right now? What are you drinking right now? Where did you get it from? What are you having for dinner tonight? Is any of it from the UK? I bet you that more than half of your ingredients for tonight's dinner was not made in the UK. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're growing vegetables. Maybe you've got a farm. Have you got your own cow? Are you drinking someone else's milk? Another species milk? My whole vegetarian vegan thing has definitely, definitely gone lax. I'm not so bothered by it by it anymore. I'm not sure why. Um, another episode, number four, I think I did. I was talking about my skin. How's your skin? Did you know that the skin is the largest organ in the world? I bet you didn't. The skin is a portal to the inside of our body. It shows us things that we need to focus on or work on. My skin is still itchy and sore and it flares up if I do certain things or eat certain things. I'm trying to take those things out. I'm trying to put them back in, see if it works. So, so far, coffee, sugar, maybe some laundry detergent, maybe really shitty wheat, um, like rubbish bread. I don't know. I'm having a trouble with it, trying to acclimatize to cutting sugar out. I've also talked about in another podcast about cutting sugar and I was saying that was the most addictive substance that I probably take on a daily basis. I love my biscuit, I love my cake, like everybody. Even started having sugars in my tea, which I, I never used to. It can just spiral out of control. It just becomes a habit like everything else. And what about the drink then, eh? Oh, Christ. We've all had a bit to drink since this coronavirus. Me, personally, I think I've had a drink almost every single day for about four to five weeks. And then suddenly, Sunday, yesterday, last week, we decided to calm it down. I mean, I've not been getting slaughtered every night, but I've been having a few beers every day. It just takes its toll, doesn't it? And it just forms a new habit. And you're thinking every night, oh, oh, I wouldn't mind a wee drink now. So yeah, what, 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 what's your, what's your, what's your uh, feelings with, with drinking? Do you reckon that we should just drink away this coronavirus pandemic? Or do you think that we should all kind of just start trying to get healthy now for when it ends and we're up there, lively, buzzing, ready with all this positive, newfound energy that we can shove into the ground. As I'm talking to you right now, I'm itching my right leg. That normally means that I'm not concentrating on what I'm doing. I just need to focus solely on me talking to you right now. I had a few things written down. I um, got given this book. It was called The Trees of Life. It's a beautifully illustrated hardback book of all sorts of different trees in the world. 
it's kind of split up into what their uses are, whether you eat them, whether you uh, take them for what they're worth. So it was cacao tree, the rubber tree, frankincense, this is the sap of a tree. Um, beautiful, beautiful pictures and many trees that I've never heard of with all the Latin names and all the names in the language that they are from. So I just thought I'd give you a wee fact about the fig tree. And the title of the fig tree in the book is called It's the Not-So-Common Fig Tree. No, I apologise. Nothing common about the common fig. So the fig tree is an old tree. Apparently it predates bread as a cultivator of its fruit. And it dates back as far as 10,000 millennia BCE. And it has this bizarre, self-perpetuating, cyclical, reproductive process where a bespoke wasp for each species of fig tree lands inside the fruiting body of the tree and lays its egg. So a female wasp lays its egg and dies. As it dies, it pollinates the tree. But what happens is that the male that is born then decides to impregnate the female sisters and the cycle continues. So a bit bizarre, eh? Thanks to the, uh, uh, the naughty little wasp for keeping the fig tree going over 10,000 millennia. Who'd have thought it? Impregnating your unborn sisters just to keep the cycle of life going. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Did you know that the largest pumpkin ever recorded was 911.27 kilos? Where do vegetables come from? Can anyone tell me where vegetables come from? I asked this question the other day and I realised that I just didn't have a clue where they originally came from. Like, where did the leek come from? Or where did a potato come from? I knew, I know that the potato comes from a um, South America. But I mean, where did it actually come from? What's its ancestral history of it as a potato? You know? I need to do a little bit more research. Maybe I can let you know. Maybe you could let me know. I did research about the beetroot. The beetroot does actually come from a sea beet. And it didn't get round until the 16th or 1700s. So it was this long skinny thing that came from the sea originally. So maybe all sorts of things came from the sea. Maybe we all did. Maybe humans are a little tadpole. I'm going to stop talking now. That was episode number seven of Pedro's podcast, the lockdown series, short and sweet, live and direct from Pembrokeshire, southwest Wales. I hope you have a lovely day and thank you for listening.